If OJ won't rapping, I'd probably be jacking and scamming and dressing up like Danny Phantom. Niggas be bitches and closing the door when they in, but I find a way in like I'm Santa. He not a OG, man, that boy a OG was done in the street, supposed to stay in the street. Yeah, I used to hit Lisa, go fuck Dominique. Your booster bay messy, but she keep me neat. This a bitch in Louis. Who would think we was poor on the floor watching Peter and Stewie? What around town and them niggas get down? Before we broke a pound, we was saving up doobies. I used to feel stuck out of luck with a hole in my truck, selling ground, trying to give me a cutie. No one around, I felt just like a clown looking down at the ground with my face looking droopy. All that boy say he can give you the world, but come fuck with me, babe, I'm the universe. Yeah, I like how your diamonds be hidden, but you don't compare, I'm the diamond that's in the dirt. I can go wrong from a little nigga, you can't, cause you really a bitch from the outskirts. When I'm hitting your bitch, make her outburst. I'm the reason she's saying her mouth hurt. Ooh, she wanna be my queen, Alexander, but I don't got no feeling, no feeling. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, 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 sir. Ah. <laughs> that's like my queen, no Alexander. Yeah. That's like we got to have. That's that. Like, I, I I felt that song coming in. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play this shit. Just shake shit up a little bit. <laughs> oh no! All right, let's get that brother this. had a lot to say. <laughs> yes, he did, and he said it with his chest. Right. And even though some of it was some. Crazy shit. I, 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 I think he said it with another body part, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hot. Hell yeah. All right, let's get it started. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left. Hex. To my right. KG from DC. In the middle. Irv Nizzle. And in the building, as always. Jay Tana. And we appreciate y'all for tuning in with us, man. We really do uh, another. It was a long week for me. Um, I guess just because of the the rest of August, I had taken days here and there, and this was like the first week I worked every goddamn minute of my work week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. It's right. not fair. Um, Plus the babies went back to school this week, so man. Listen, bro. Okay, so I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to shout out my daughter's school, but y'all need to get this damn kiss and ride parking shit situated. <laughs> I swear to God, I almost got in three fights this this past week, and I want to be a good example. I don't want to be showing out in front of the goddamn school, but you parents. Y'all some motherfuckers, boy. Kiss him and kick him out, boy. Nigga, this ain't first grade. Right. This ain't first grade. You've done this before. It's not kiss and run. Not kiss and get out the car and wave and no, get the fuck out the way. Oh, um, that was my wellness check. How y'all doing? Great. Great? Go yeah, great. Great. Um, week filled of gratitude. Um, just that we're here again, you know, um, with all the craziness and the variants and everything that you're hearing, and this is great to be yeah. here again. So I'm coming from a, a frame of gratitude this week. See, that's, that's beautiful, man. That's that's real. That's why I rock with you. I try to tell um I try to tell my girls all the time. You know, uh, even when you're having a bad day, you just got to take a minute to just think about something that you're happy that you you know you have, no matter what it is. I would like for it to be maybe you know uh, great parents. Or have a roof over your head or a meal. I would like that. Lights. But if but if you want to think about the new Roblox to, uh, game that you got or the, whatever it is, the new app you got, you can do that. But find something to be thankful for. There you go. Um, hold up, you only go ask one person how you doing. I mean, I thought we was going around the room. Man. <laughs> oh, well, okay. How you doing, man? Man, blessed. I'm gonna say I I, I caught a little uh, sermon, a little H U R early in the week. And it kind of squared me away. To, That's what's to, up. To, to yes, keep yeah. to keep digging, you know what I'm saying. And again, it was what it was about recognizing, just like like Jr. was just saying, man. We just sometimes you get caught up, and then uh, we realize what you what you got, what you mm -hmm. and what you're not dealing with, 
and, uh, and that's when you realize how blessed you, you are at the time. So, mm-hmm. blessed. Thanks. How you doing, man? I'm I'm nervous now. Y'all, my my kids don't stop school until next week. Urban extra week, honestly. Y'all jokers got the despair already. Yeah, Easy already. Yeah, yeah, man. Knock niggas out. <laughs> you know, I guess I'm looking forward to next week. <laughs> oh, man. KG, how you doing, bro? I am in a perfect space to pod. Okay. What? What is I'm in a perfect space to pod. <laughs> I, mean? I, I am perfectly balanced between angry and happy. Okay. 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 And for what we do and for how I do what we do, that's wonderful. That's what's up. It's about finding the balance. It is. It's about the light and the dark. And side I believe in Zen. Life. You know yes. I'm a Zen dude. <laughs> yes. So I'm not gonna let one side take over. It gotta be they gotta be balanced. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um so uh Wednesday's war room we were going back and forth about what we wanted to talk about. Um and we kept coming back to uh I guess the topic that has engulfed twenty twenty one 2020 uh and that is covid in all of its um misery is that just, a way to put just it? everything that it entails yeah. let's put it that way the shit that comes with it because the shit that comes with it what happened at the beginning was shock and then it became awe and then it was like hold up but now we have to live with this so this is not something that will pass mm-hmm. like people keep saying stuff like um well, you know, when COVID, no, COVID is here, has been here, and is going to be here. Like, when we all, y'all remember when we talked about SARS and we just dismissed the shit out of this because it wasn't something that really killed a whole lot of Americans. It didn't ring off here. And that was like, what, 10 years ago or whatever? Mm-hmm. All right, but this is SARS. Yes. So, yes, like, it it's not new. This is uh, an, an involvement of SARS. And that's why it's COVID-19. It's not the first. It's just a thing that has evolved along the way. And it's a thing that keeps going on. So it just is what we are. And this is a new reality for us to learn about. Oh, just like the Internet. It ain't no different. It's bad and there's good. And there's things that we are learning about how we needed to change how we live before anyway. Yeah. And now it's like, oh. We need to make some real adjustments that will continue into the future. And that, and that, and that sounds like um, you're saying that we have to start dealing with this thing in a more practical way um, that is here to stay. Indeed. And mm-hmm. um, the practicality of it says that, A, we first we got to stop shaming people about what vaccine you took, if you took the vaccine. Um, and I was telling Jay a little earlier today um, it, it becomes a situation where I almost don't want to talk to anyone if they don't want to talk about it intelligently. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's not always the way to go about it. But no, if you don't, dope. you don't want to vax. That's fine. You do. You have vaxed. I don't want to hear about which one you took. You, you've, you've taken a proactive step in my mind mm-hmm. to try to at least uh, put a hedge of protection over yourself and right. others. And, and that's all that I could really ask. But at the same time, going back to what you're saying, KG, I just want it to be a situation where the dialogue is that of a mature nature. COVID has turned into a religious conversation. Like before, it was like, hey, stay away from these topics, man. You, you just meet somebody. You don't know about them, whatever. No, now it's like, hold up. No, I need to know what God you serve. Like, 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 let's be real about this for a second. Like, hold up. 
I can get along with you like Hex talked about on the last podcast. I can get along with you on any, any whatever we out of the country, we having a good time, we out of the state, whatever, uh-huh. we balling. All right, cool. But if you ain't vaxxed, um, keep your drinks over there. Right. Uh, don't touch mine. And <laughs> matter of fact, move, move that table over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we have to like teach. We have to treat people a little bit differently, and it's not because you're a bad guy. It's not because I need to hate you. It's because I understand what box you 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 clicked. Mm-hmm. That's cool. If you voted for Trump, I can still have a beer with you and have a good time. We can talk all day about that. But once you ch- choose the, I choose the devil box. Um, <laughs> guess what? It's we just really can't vibe on a certain level. Right. And that's just different. And that's, yeah. it's, it's about you violating, like, my my parents, my kid, who I'm going back to because I could be carrying with yeah, you. Yeah, you're putting me in mortal that's danger. Different. That's yeah, a you're... different thing. Yep. And uh-huh. that's, that's the thing that's got me irritated is that um, I don't like the fact that it's like, you know, you when you go to school, high school, you use high school as an example. You go to high school, you show up your first year in ninth grade, you green and scared as a fool. You don't know what stuff is. You don't know where your classes are. You're mm-hmm. looking at the piece of paper. People are telling you which way to go, and that's what the room number so and so is at. And you finally, you don't know the layout of the building yet. And that's how it was last March. We were all willing to, after the panic kit, get that toilet paper, hand sanitizer gone away. Right? Mm-hmm. You went to the store. The stickers was on the floor. Stay six feet. People stay six feet. You go now. We got comfortable, like. I ain't die. Yeah. So yeah. one foot, is that is that okay? Two feet. Good. No hand sanitizer. You all right with that? You're yeah. not wiping down the pad, the machines, the debit card machine. We're not going to do that anymore. We, yeah. we the, the virus has excelled and we're doing less. Your nose yeah. over the mask. Ah, oh, we'll still talk to you. Right. When people was out there with the, I mean, people had the Dark Vader joints on that first. <laughs> right. You could, I mean, even we bought, we had the UDK, yeah, hell yeah. UDK face mask. But it's like now it's a combination of I'm good, man, it ain't kill me yet. And that's not that's why these people I think can't grasp the notion of what a variant really means and how we even have one. How many people have, have died for co- from COVID, right? We're in the hundreds of hundreds thousands. Of thousands over yeah. thousand. How many people have died from getting a vaccine shot? I want to say we're. I don't think the, we're in the the shot itself. We're in the hundreds. We're in the hundreds. We're in the hundreds. And I don't mean that to. And I don't think no. you mean that to belittle them. It's just a matter of I'm, I'm this just way human about, nature works. That's a disparity. That, 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 that disparity. That disparity is no dead. You are you trying to tell me that it's not worth saving my life or, or or having an opportunity to not be an extreme case just by giving getting the shot as opposed to if I if I don't get the shot there's a definite possibility that I could have the most extreme case if I get the shot that possibility it decreases exponentially exponentially right so why 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 are we at a point now where I, I, I'll never understand why it became a political issue to begin with <clears throat> but I, I just don't understand why now with so many people that unless it affects you directly there are still people out there like that shit never really existed anyway and and <clears throat> people people are everybody you have the right we said this before on another podcast you have the right to make the choices that you want to make 
Right. Facts. You can make those choices, but you cannot escape consequences, consequences of choices. You cannot right. escape that. Um, recently, I think last week, I forget what day, but uh, the FDA decided that, that it was time to fully... Uh, fully approved Pfizer. Pfizer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still waiting on the other two. So they wanted to fully approve Pfizer. So now it has the full bagging, and there are a lot of people who have been saying, I'm not going to get it because it's not FDA approved. They don't have that. And they never meant that. They didn't. Yeah. And this is why. Um, Y'all got me back on Twitter. This is y'all's fault. Yes. Right? Y'all know me. That's, y'all know why I am. Me. No, you, you, you can point to me. That's you. It's me. It's your fault. I did. Y'all got me on Twitter. And y'all know how I am. This is y'all's fault. So there was, I forget the, the account that, that uh, posted. I think it was on the CDC or the, the um, uh, I forget whose uh, account it was. It was NIH or CDC. I can't remember, but I sent it to you. And they said it's fully you know, it's fully, fully approved, approved. Mm-hmm. right? People were underneath of that saying it's not really fully approved. It's just the uh, the EUA got extended. No, 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 they did both. They did both. That's what I mean. Yeah. They're taking whatever they can to move the goalpost, no matter what it is. No matter, it could be one word, it could be a sentence, whatever it is. We're gonna take that and they're gonna run with it, and then we get back and we going back and forth for about three days. And yeah. I know, so. I know you have you happen to have some audio. Well, see, that's also that was that, concerning but, what we're talking about right now that I thought you were leading into, and maybe if you're not. No, 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 but no, no, no. I know there's I like something. I, like I know there's something that you have that was indicative of what we're talking about. And it was like, oh, this is how fast the goalposts can get moved. Mm. And it's just the whole thing. But the whole thing about us being real about, hey, learning in real time. There are people who learn in real time, and then there are people who decide that they don't want to learn in any time. They just want to be stalwart and never move past that because they believe. Well, now, now, if you believe, right? If you believe, you had to put your money where your mouth is, like literally. But now, yeah. So I, I, I sent everybody a message. I don't know if if the listeners know this, but Delta Airlines, the I think the day of. Them approving, mm-hmm. fully approving uh, the vaccine, FDA. Delta Airlines said, you know what? If you don't have the vaccine, you're going to have to pay an extra $200 a month in insurance. And I said, this shit's about to get real. Mm-hmm. That's when the shit gets real. This is for employees. Yes. To let people. Yes, for employees. More, yeah. more you know, they have the uh, their health insurance Absolutely. and they have the premiums. And said, so, you know what? It's all well and good. But if you don't have it, you're going to have to pay an extra $200 for your insurance for the employees. Because we pay, I think they said it was like. What was it, like forty thousand dollars a person for mm-hmm. for hospital like stay? Yeah. I was like, bro, yeah, hell no, they ain't paying that shit. It's like you know uh, how they have your your insurance premiums will be higher if you're a smoker. smoker. Yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. You're yeah. 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 some bread. There you We're go. gonna charge you for that. But again, yeah. mm-hmm. this is another sign that the shit is real. It's yes. real, and yes. I, and to say that I've never heard in in a non-vaxer. Um, come with any type of explanation because they don't have one, and and and, and, and that's right. my that's in my exact point. That's I'm waiting. Right. I'm waiting for one to give me a reasonable explanation. I've heard dozens of reasons. Well, what you hear is really true. It's my freedoms. Yes, exercising man. my freedom. What you're really hearing, Jr. is opinions. Yes. And in America, the new thing is 
That's what. That's why the social media thing sucks in so many aspects. But give me, because yeah. as long as you can give your opinion, yeah. But give it's me a give, give to be me treated like it's fact. give me a, a an opinion that I would even go home and think about because some of the absurd things that I'm hearing is absolutely absurd, and that that, that the body will self heal itself. And were you thinking that before this came out, or is this something you're making up now? But but let's talk about absurd because if you remember. All of us for our age group can remember Walter Cronkite. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What he said was taken as fact. And again, at the time, the government regulated that there were certain things you couldn't lie about on the news. You had to have a fact behind it. You, mm-hmm. Even if you went into the information that was there and you got it wrong, you could show I did my due diligence. That went away in, I want to say, the 80s. Mm. And there was a time when uh, news just became entertainment because they had to sell ads. And it's boring to watch Walter Cronkite and uh, Sam Donaldson, I want to say, other people. Mm-hmm. Dan Rather, early just, days. Dan Rather and other yes, people who days. just simply told you facts sure. that made your life they made your life better, but you didn't necessarily have to care about it. Sure. And that's your choice to care about it or not. But it still is. This is what we know. This is what we're getting out to you instead of propaganda. Right. And then we got into a propaganda campaign that became about, hey, all these news organizations that everybody owns that are worth billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Now they're competing with people who just talk shit. So it's like a WWF. It's like wrestling now. There's a, there has to be kind of an angle. But you know what, Ken? Everything. Can we, as a society, right? We have groomed, uh, we have groomed ourselves to accept fantasy. Yes. Right. You look at the way that we romanticize our history and, you know, what I'm saying we always put ourselves in the positive light. We always put ourselves as the good guy of the situation, yeah. even though a lot of times we not the fucking good guy. And we still celebrate Thanksgiving. Facts. Have we not set ourselves? This has been in the making for years. For From the beginning. Decades, mm-hmm. Centuries. This has been in the making that we've been grooming ourselves to accept romanticized bullshit as fact. And I mean, now you sound like one of those woke Americans. <laughs> Man, if I had some <laughs> <that's laughs> <laughs> your boss is going to get you. <laughs> what is what has happened is we don't. The very purpose of the podcast, people don't talk. Therefore, real conversations are ahead. Information isn't shared, and no one does the research. So all you have is the avenue of the new toy, and the new toy now says anybody's allowed to make a website. You can put on your website whatever you want to put on your mm-hmm. website, right? As long as you just don't personally defame somebody, you, you're fine. You have a, you have a theory, you're allowed to type your theory up, and therefore you, then you can find like-minded. I won't say weak-minded, but like-minded, like-minded, <laughs> weak-minded individuals who will definitely draw to someone telling them anything. <laughs> and to be more clear, it's not that you have the right to look at these people it's the fact that you now are um, you are given everyone's opinion and nobody's facts mm. because don't get me wrong there are facts out there but if you can just trip that up by saying hey I have 12 people over here who say 
I'm right, then all of a sudden you have a majority on you can, Instagram. You can start a church or too. On, right. And that's anyway. I'm not and, going. And, and another thing is <laughs> the facts aren't the facts aren't attractive. Right, the they, facts aren't pretty. They're not cute. No. Every time I found any kind of information that I can actually present to somebody else that's based on a research study or some kind of long-term mm-hmm. uh, study, some kind of information, it's always in like a PDF document where yes. I have to actually go and yes. they have they have sources. They have sources cited. I have to go through and look, and the yeah. font is really really small. Mm-hmm. But I do want to find it, so then I got to look at the shit and read it and screenshot that one part and go over that. That references something else. Oh, should I go back to that? People want a YouTube video that says, "Hey, fuck the vaccine." It's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Every one of the owners of those stations that sensationalize news and give you all that opinion, if you actually ask them what they felt about regular news, I think all of them would have the same fucking <laughs> Yeah, They'd all say, Where, where's the fucking money? money where's the money there's, at? There's, we don't give a damn. I, this don't cost me. This is bullshit. I'm sorry. My bad. No, you're good. We, we went down the wrong hole the minute we allowed. Pause. No doubt, no doubt. I got you. You got me. Oh, oh, oh. We were we were going to be able to be susceptible to being duped mm. the minute they had the dummy tell you that the expert's opinion didn't matter. Right when they made Fauci a bad guy versus a good guy, you had to say to yourself, "This is dangerous as shit." Because how does someone try and debunk the one guy who does that thing? Imagine if somebody told you Belichick don't know football. Now, we all know who he is. We all know what he does. We know his expertise. We know his background. We know when he was just a a young pup as a coach with with Lawrence Taylor and coming on and going, cutting his teeth. So we got to have ultimate respect for a guy we know who's done it and who succeeded at it. If we were in the medical field, we would understand how important and how Dr. Fauci is the Michael Jordan of his field. He's the Jordan of his field. He's the LeBron of his field. But we don't know science and medicine. So it only takes one fool to tell you, you think he's really telling you the truth? And you have to ask him with the even idea that someone could pose the question and then someone go, yeah, is Belichick no football? And for someone to really, really voice their opinion and go, I don't think Belichick know football. And someone co-signs it. And someone goes, yeah, you're right. Belichick don't know no football. It would be asinine. But here it is with Fauci. We treat this guy who's the genius like he's a, like he's a moron. So while we're kind of on the topic of truth and uh, facts and um, kind of extracting facts out, um, I know Jay, Hex, and you, Irv, you have younger kids. And... Um, I'm just curious to know with the uh, what's the climate like in actually like doing term papers, research papers, how much credit or how much emphasis is being put on the source of where these kids are finding their information? Because um, when my daughter was young, um, it, it, we were just at the, at the brink of this whole, um, you know, internet, uh, internet and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And my question is, are the educators today emphasizing the source of where these children are getting their information from rather than them coming up with an, you know, an idea. Because if, if I'm a educator at this time, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a stickler for where did you get the information from? Not necessarily what your opinion is on it. Thank so is, is that, is that what's happening now? Or is it something 
different. I tell you what, my the my my daughter's fifth grade teacher was like that. That she's going to the sixth. Fifth grade teacher was on it. She wanted to, she wanted sources cited. I'm like right. in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like that's that's the yeah, bottom, right? I need mm-hmm. that. Wherever you got this from, I want you to put it on the sheet. Where you got it from, yes. number. She does that. My oldest, she's in eleventh grade now. Mm-hmm. Her tenth grade teacher, no. Turn it in. No. Just give me whatever you that got. That is that is the most give me whatever dangerous. Yes. That is the most dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it kind of eclipses everything that we're talking about if the youth right now are not being held accountable for where they're getting what you call the truth, the source from, and then then basing their opinion off of that. Well, and I think that that's, that's a, that's a dangerous... That's a heavy burden to place on the youth, though, bro. No, 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 no I'm not no, placing no, on the youth. But he's not putting on the youth. He's talking about the way of thinking. The process. The process of holding them accountable for their sources. Right. Now, I'm not... I mean, you know, because if you're not doing that, then that's that's the problem. Because where, where do you easily get... I, I heard a guy on the internet. I saw a guy on the that's, video. That's, that becomes that's not a that's not a synopsis as to where you came got there from. No, that's just, there, there are three of us here who went to the same. Because I said so. There are three of us here who went to the same high school. So I'm not putting this on everybody and everybody else's high school. I just know when we got there, even at 14, you had to be able to put out a bibliography, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which meant where you got your sources from. Mm-hmm. I had to, I, I remember doing bibliographies in junior high. Junior high, yeah. Now again, yeah. I think everyone has been through this, but I'm just not being assumptive about that. But I want to make sure all of us are talking about the same thing. It's just a bibliography. Where did you get your information from? And is it at least tattered to something, tethered to something that is real? Well, it, now it could be it could be a bad source, and that's fine because at least yes. you looked it up. Did I did I mention in the war room or was it last week's pod where I brought up the pillow guy? And how war room, the war, war room. So yeah. when the pillow guy speaks the last five weeks. These Trump supporters are sitting there saying, at the end of it, like, dude, where do you where are you getting this? I know you're trying to rile us all up, and we're here to be riled up. The problem is you can't get us going with the, we can't yell the cheer back because you ain't yelled the you cheer at all. Nothing. And and somewhere in there we are I, I think that I, I'm hopeful. I'm always gonna be hopeful because again, this is America. We so we wanna always know that where we came from can always be better because it used to actually be worse. So mm-hmm. so small victories we're gonna count as victories. Absolutely. But in this case, I, I just have to wonder when people who are who we thought were not paying attention are the very ones who are saying, man, you got to give me some facts. You got to give me, I want to be mad at Biden. I want to hate the Dems. I can hear them now saying that. But they ain't got no reason. You're not giving them no ammo. And and sooner or later, you know what I'm saying, you have to come up with, with either the truth or you have to keep that line going. And I think he got exposed. And so hopefully we are getting some more people who are going to demand that there be a, 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 a page that's showing you where you got your sources. We're talking about the variants and the strains of COVID and how it's getting worse. Or do we have another variant popping up within a, uh, a sickness that America has had for many, many more years other than COVID, which is the MAGA, uh, the MAGA mafia. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> uh, we up on it. We, it's been a great segment. Uh, we are going to get some drinks. 
You know how we do it. Y'all don't go nowhere because we're going to be back. And the, the next segment going to be just fire is the first one. Hex, give me one. U D K. Jermaine Elliott's for the wonderful selection. Um, so real quick, uh, I wanted to. I was telling the fellas outside. I wanted to play something. Um, that I feel like can kind of cap off the last segment a little bit. Sometimes when you feel like there's something that you want to say, uh, you don't really know how to put it together, and then you hear somebody else say it, it's like, oh shit, okay, that's what I wanted to say. And this is a Tennessee man. Um, who uh, was talking to a school board about the mass situation. Um, at his daughter's school and play that real quick and let y'all hear that and we're gonna talk about it. I'm a dad of a new kindergartner and her first day was right after the chaos last week she went to school and was one of just a few kids in her class wearing a mask which made her ask me why she had to my answer was because we want to take care of other people she's five years old but she understood that concept and it's disappointing that more adults around here can't seem to grasp it I asked a pastor friend of mine, and he was very clear there's no actual biblical justification for using the Bible to get out of a mask mandate passed by a majority of this elected board. But thousands are doing it anyway, calling it a religious exemption, which is frankly just sad. 
avoiding masks is not in the Bible, but taking care of others is. And now today we have Governor Lee's executive order to allow opt-outs, which is government overreach undercutting a local decision. If you only like democracy when it goes your way, you don't actually like democracy. Thank you. That last line, bro. If you don't, if you only like democracy when it goes your way, then you really don't like democracy. <laughs> Boy. I, so the, the, the part that got me um, about his speech when he talked about having to talk to his daughter about why other people yes. are doing things. That was part that got me. That got me. It was like, uh, yeah, you have to. This is this is not a conversation about life that you expect to have with your child just out of the blue like that. And he got forced into it because of what's going on with other people, and that kind of struck me. His explanation was dope, though, that, that we, we wear masks not just for ourselves but for other people. And it's unfortunate that more adults, more parents, don't don't look at it like that. Like uh, you're. The mask is just for me, and it's disturbing my liberty to to have to wear a mask as opposed to I may be saving somebody else's life. Yeah, and that's true, Irv. And why can't we use this as a um, defining moment um, where we can all you know rally behind something that can be a positive thing? And in turn, now it's just political, and it's just kind of it just it just stinks. It's one of those situations where you. When the child is showing you that even in the asking of the question, they're wondering why this is even having to be to be addressed is basically almost like she's like, why are we even why are we having to even do this? Because we're fighting over it. Well, that's, that's, bottom, that's the bottom line, because we're fighting over it. But but the innocence, the the, the, the very basic of a human being is like, okay, well, why was this even an issue, basically? That's how innocent the question comes across. And the father's having to explain. There's no, there's no uh, more jarring experience than having to have certain conversations with your kids when you're not ready. And it's like certain kinds. The world puts you in a certain situations where it was like you gonna have to have this conversation right now. Right now. And it's like I don't. I don't have my. I don't have any note cards. I don't have any. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything to reference. Shit. And it's like uh, you just start talking, and then you just like, look, I gotta just say what's from the heart, and then hopefully you get it. But that experience of having to have that conversation is just not. It's not. Not you know. It's not fun. And right. that. And that's parenthood. Like parenthood is. You're on the spot. What are you going to do? Um, you have the idea of what people did before you, whether they be your parents or people around you, all of that. You have all these breadth of experiences around you, and you have to decide what's best for your kid. And then you have to balance that off with whomever you're with. And the and appropriate that, way to say it. Mm-hmm. And the appropriate way to say it. And that's a lot. And the whole thing is this man is just encapsulating the idea of because I want to specify the fact that he talked about this is for other people. Um, We've talked about on this podcast, we've talked about this in our own conversations. Um, At some point, we're going to relegate and have to deal with the fact that we have taken on this CO2 uh, in and of ourselves because breathing within a mask for extended periods of time can't be healthy. Mm-hmm. We do understand that. 
the whole point is sometimes you have to sacrifice for the greater good. Ooh, be careful. And the greater good is something that democracy has never been about. It's really been about the fact that, hey, we decide that it's going to, first of all, we don't live in a democracy. Let's stop all that. But if we're even talking about it democratically, the idea that we're just going to sit around and make up rules that work for the better of everyone else sounds a whole lot more like socialism. Yeah, well, democracy, democracy is more about what do I want? I, right? I want. Mm-hmm. What do I want? We haven't even been introduced to society what's good for everybody else. It's what do I want? I don't want taxes. I don't want this immigration. I don't want abortion. What's best for me in my situation? And now we've been flipped. And it's like, yeah, you think about your situation first. But now it's like, well, you have to protect this person in order to protect you. And we're not used to that. We don't get that. And see, that's why we see with the voting situation, people aren't voting for causes. They're voting for for the ideals. Because nothing says that the, the thing you want is actually going to get done. Mm-hmm. And for the, you know for this GOP right this moment, think about how they how they spent all this time trying to reverse the voting laws, spend all this time fighting over the last election. What did they get done? What did they do to help them and even their own communities? They haven't gained a thing, and they were okay with that for the for the most unfortunate reason. Yeah, just to be. <clears throat> Just to be on the opposite side of somebody else is good enough. Yeah, that's well, it. As long as you, as long as you belong to something, we're owning the libs because we're doing the exact opposite of what they say is the right. <laughs> right. Regardless of how right it may be, as long as we're not doing what they want us to do, we're owning them, and that makes sense to too large of a segment of Americans to me. I just don't, I would never understand that. And speaking of being on the other side. And not doing what they want me to do. Um, we've had conversations on this show about what would happen if uh, high-profile Republican figures were to actually tell people to get vaccinated, mm-hmm. like if they were actually to endorse it, right? Would that happen? Right? It was one of the bigger it absolutely ones. Absolutely happened. One of the bigger ones no, in the party. The biggest in Alabama. The biggest boss in Alabama of all places. I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. He said, he's like, you know, well, you know what? I'm not even going to do all that shit. Let me just go ahead and play it real quick. I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got, no, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know. They booed this man. For coming out, they booed him mm-hmm. for telling him, telling them, take the vaccine. I did it. And they booed him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't believe him when he said he took the vaccine. They didn't believe him. They were like, you know what? Uh, I don't think that's real. What their leader said, they've gone beyond what they were before. Uh, they've mu- uh, they've mutated now past fact, him. I think they they were already there. That that segment was there, <clears throat> and he tried to downplay it. It just got to a point where he wasn't extreme enough for them. Go. And that's that's I, why I, I respectfully disagree. And that's because when you have a box and people push out on that box because it is advantageous to them. This is what he did. 
he decided that, you know what? I want to push to where we're not going to deal with the media. The media is not real. What the media says is bullshit. We're going to do our own thing. And what he did was he pushed that envelope and that was beyond him. And right. that's what I see was going on. So you don't think, so do you think that the, the crowd has changed or like the, the, the movement, do you think the movement has changed or have they not changed? Cause I feel like they get like worse. I, said, I think these were people that were all, see part of, there, there are people included in the in the conservative diaspora, for lack of a better term. Right? I'm them. trying to give you a little yes, bit. Yes, sir. So the, that their extremism goes to the point where if all government breaks down, they're fine with that. But they had to find a wheelhouse to have a voice. Mm. And he was the vehicle to give them the voice. So like I said, mm-hmm. as soon as he got there and, and, and basically acknowledged that it was okay to have those extreme views as long as you was voting for me on my side. Right. It's, it's good people on both sides. Mm-hmm. And, and believing that he could control them. But there was going to be a point where he won't go that, that they obviously will. And they're starting to, you can see it now. You're not as extreme as we thought you were or you're not mm-hmm. going as far as we want you to go. And now that you've empowered us, we're going to try to show ourselves that. It's like a motherfucker that like has a pet bear, right? You have a pet bear, and you're like, I groomed this bear. The bear has come up. I've been feeding him. I'm grooming him. But now you done ran out of food. <laughs> it's like, you like, wait a minute. Hold on. Shit, I got more food. And the bear is like, I mean, you here. That's what I mentioned earlier. He, he's not on he's not on Front Street for them to feed, that get that medicine, that Trumpism, that Trump pill. They, was get, they were giving him. And so every day they could wake up to something that was going to make you mad, something that was make you angry, or something you had to, to deny. I mean, you know, we had to know that, that this whole thing was going to be a game from the beginning. Remember the very first thing that happened? We argued, it was arguing over how many people were at the actual inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thinned out dirt field, sand <laughs> grass, that he yelled, no, I had more people than Obama. Right then and there, it had nothing to do with politics at all. It was all about the, he was trying, he was just putting that fishing pole in the water. I'm going to see how many fools I can actually snag on just this very first thing and what happened immediately. Yeah, he's right. There was more people on than, than Obama's. And it was like, they hadn't even seen the photo. And so they put the photos on me and then that became, see, they're, they're doctoring the photos. Mm-hmm. It's fake news. And so then they got a robot com- command and then they had something to feed off of. So when their pills stopped, they woke up a little bit and it was a lot less yelling. And if you don't have that, you don't have that robot to tell you what to do in the morning, you might do something different, mm. and now he got, and now he's getting booed at his own little, at his own sweet sixteen party. So, so let me ask y'all a question. So if he's in this spot, right, and he's talking in front of his people, who's in Alabama, Alabama, right? he came out mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. in Alabama, and he's getting booed. Is he their answer for twenty twenty four, or do we think somebody else will be able to usurp him? Oh. Or is it him? All right, told you, DeSantis is coming. That's mini Trump. But I, I don't think he's going to supersede. If 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 Trump runs, everybody's going to defer or fold back. You might get a, a couple of people, but the big wigs that actually think that they have a chance, they they want to cultivate that base. I don't think they would put themselves in an adversarial position because if you lose to him in twenty twenty four. You ain't gonna have no chance going forward, bro. It's Ever. done. Like Ted Cruz don't got a fucking chance. There is 
one face to the possible presidency of the Republican Party. And that's him. Now, he can transfer that face to somebody else, but if he's, and he has not ever shown that he has the ego to be able to transfer that to anyone else. So the real deal is that, no, if it's not him, then he would have to pass it to somebody. And there's no one who he would have the ego to pass that to. From my cold, dead hand. Exactly. That's fine. Uh, so, but, but the closest so it, one to the so guy. It, so it lives in the job. But I say that to say that it lives and dies with him. And if he somehow comes up with the gravitas to be able to say, I want to become a kingmaker, then there's a possibility. That's true. But if he doesn't, then it's just about the people who still stand with him right now. And they will ignore all the bullshit he is going back and forth about with everything about the good. Who who do we feel? So so when you have when the election comes up, you have to have, you know, somebody will have to run against him for the Republican ticket. Somebody will have to run. Right. So you said DeSantis, you think he, he already has higher uh, higher Anybody else you think has the balls enough to be like, I run against him? I think Larry Hogan in uh, Maryland will work. He, he's always been Absolutely. positioning himself as yeah, an absolutely. alternative or, yes. or another uh, option besides Trumpism. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think Ted Cruz is gonna fucking try to run against. You think he's gonna run against Ted Cruz? I think Ted Cruz is gonna run. Ted Cruz is gonna run until he can't run. It makes him relevant. And that's exactly there. You go. And power hungry and a reason to spend that illegal money. You know something. Let's keep it a hundred. Yeah. Anything to get away from this kind of. We talk about angles and. I keep saying it. I look at it more like wrestling. It's it's more like what what angle will become. I want to at least when you say Hogan, at least you think of, oh my god, a, a situ- of course, a, a situation course. where at least it would be some you gotta type have a of white quarterback, some type of reality. I'm no, I'm not endorsing anybody. No, but, you're, but you're what, endorsing white quarterback. Well, no, but, but but something with at least a little thought that goes into it. But again, you know, something with a little thought. I, I think we're having an argument that's not really a, as important as the other argument. Who are the Dems going to run? Because right now we have a black woman as VP that half of black America doesn't believe in. And we have Biden, who half of America doesn't believe in either. It's just that he was not Trump. So if there's anyone else who's running, what is the argument for anybody out there from the other side? Mm. What does that look like? That's the important part to me because I don't care about what the other side throws up when I got Superman. But there's no Superman on this side. And let me tell you, and that's the point of the AAU program. Yes. That's the point. We need people to pay attention to that very question. (laughs) To that very question. Yes. Who is out there that you can actually get behind? Um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Talk to him. Uh, So I'm glad you brought this up. Um, it's my week, and I must say that I have to shout out to Hex for the alley-oop on this gentleman. Uh, typically, when we do our AAU, it's somebody who's up and coming, who needs your support to get where they want to go be- so they can make some change. But this AAU member actually had the ability to make change, and it's changed that everybody and over the, the whole world has seen. 
Uh, this is a brother by the name of Keith Ellison. Uh, Keith Ellison is the attorney general for Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Did anything special, anything monumental so, happen? Minneapolis? Yes. Lots Any, of anything, things have happened. Anything particularly big happen there? Viking on the scatter. Recently, her cousins practice sick. And, uh, Fran Tarkenton, uh, <laughs> Tommy Kramer, Randy Moss. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to Randy Moss. Okay, cool. I don't, uh, so, I don't so, know. so, so to skip all that. Um, the uh, Since you asked. Uh, George Floyd and oh, uh, his, oh, uh, yeah, his murderer, convicted murderer, Derek Chauvin. Uh, he was the orchestrator and the maestro. For the prosecution to bring some semblance of uh, justice. consequence, Con- I was going to say consequence. I didn't want to piss KG off. You know, ain't no justice. <laughs> it's just a word. Um, but he he has been instrumental. He was he was in Congress before. Um, he became the Attorney General, and he was actually instrumental in building the team. He actually brought in experts to talk. He, he brought in a lot of people to help to steady that ship. And he had the hand to steady that ship. And this is just a little sample of him talking about police reform and justice. And so here we go. There have been upticks in in violent crime, but is it something that Americans should be overly worried about? I think that security and safety are always important. I think that you should be cautious and, and a little reticent to just dive into any old solution, though. Because I think that when people are so concerned that they don't really discriminate as to what's the best answer, they can get into some answers that they will eventually not want. And what I mean by that is, look, you know, uh, we 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 started out uh, in the 1960s pushing for change, had some civil disturbances in there. And then that scared people so that we ended up with Nixon. Then later on, 10, 12, 15 years later, we end up with we have a we have a, a public health epidemic known as, you know, crack cocaine. How do we respond? And we end up with Reagan. Yes. <laughs> and then we end up with this. The, le- <laughs> the level, the level head, the level headedness, uh, the thoughtfulness the poise mm-hmm. that he represented just let me know that he is a prime candidate and I know he will uh, continue to represent the AAU roster mm-hmm. and if he happens to maybe in the future want to you know run for other higher offices other than where he is now mm-hmm. I want him to know that even though uh, you know we don't live in your district right now if it was something that was you know I don't know federal you know you would definitely uh, have my vote I just I just wanted to put that out there. You would sure. definitely have my vote for that. Um, there is there are people who are trying to make a difference, who are trying to make a change. Fairness. People who are well qualified, and uh, this brother is one of them. And they need cool. their flowers. Cool. Do we have a game for people to play that actually gets us to a destination, or are we still playing um, Jerry rigging games? Like, mm-hmm. are we are we still playing the game of so you can win this district and it'll be good to your people, hopefully, if that works out. But in general, we're not really helping the bigger cause. And I just want to know, like, are we 
fighting for little pieces of America or are we fighting for America? Because we have a whole thing about talk like we do this whole thing and it's really important when we talk about how you really live day to day. Mm -hmm. Like that's why we go through the AAU. That's why we do all these things. Mm -hmm. But on the largest scale, the thing that reflects how we look to the world, are we capable of like showing how we can change without a doubt without a doubt this whole movement is like it's like growing up you know you don't see yourself get taller but you get taller it's not a single day you were like man i was i was shorter yesterday i can see it i can see it man i'm looking at myself right now you cannot see that and and that is how this movement works again we use the stacy abrams and, and and the fair fight because somebody said man we've done that before we, we called people, we knocked on doors, we went to barbershops, and, they, and then they gave up. And somebody else said, but if you continue to do it, if you shed as much light as possible. Now, the best thing about this, why this actually, I think we, we actually got a real chance to see something work, is because we had a real clown trying to mess the world up or mess America up. And so it was enough to inspire even the, the most common dude who normally is like, man, my vote don't matter. It's no big deal. It's going to be what it's going to be. They're going to do what they're going to do. How it affects my life, really. How, do, how does it play? And somebody said, but bro, somebody took the time to explain it. Together, we can actually accomplish things. And once you actually see, it's like losing weight. You lose five pounds and don't tell yourself you can't keep going. You, you just put the pants on you couldn't put you to put on. You will immediately be inspired. And that is all we need is was something to, to just spark the, the mindset that yes, it's possible. And, mm -hmm. and the only yes that works is together. Yeah, yeah. And the um the 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 biggest the biggest uh accomplishment that we can that we can take from what we've gained is by uh, uh, for us to keep going. We have to keep going. We can't just sit on our laurels and say, okay, we know what, we made this happen and then that's it and only get inspired when something tragic happens or when there's a demigod in office. Mm -hmm. We have to keep that pressure on all the time. When it's boring. When it's boring. On a rainy Wednesday when ain't nothing on, on when ain't nothing going on that's sensationalized, are you going to pay attention then? Are you going to go to your PTA meeting then? Are you going to find out who's running for election in your city, in your, in your town then, for sheriff and so on and so on? If you really do want some change, or are you just a complainer? That's, that's, when, that's a good job, too. Like, I don't do nothing, but I just hate everything else that's happening. That, that, that's, when, that's when the money is made. You make the money when it's boring. People think, oh, you can, you know, you see somebody that's rich and you see him out partying and stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, they rich. That's exciting. That's exciting life. No, that motherfucker put 80 hours in last week they make doing money. shit. That, they make money when you sleep. Yes. You they do shit, and shit that you don't want to do, but they're doing it. And it's boring as fuck. They're sitting there looking up investors. They're looking up strategies. Mm -hmm. They're reading. And it's like, then they pop out. Mm -hmm. We can't just pop out anymore. We have to actually do research when it's boring. To have some ammunition when the shit goes down because the shit is is gonna go down. Twenty twenty two, we're gonna be in the same shit. I told somebody the other day, it's coming quick. Mm -hmm. And it, honestly, I told I told my wife the other day. I said, you know what? I said it's crazy how people act like this politics game is so boring. I said, but the truth is, this shit is spicy and juicy as a fool. If you really could see how it's going on, like a react, like one of the the new show on Netflix. 
to just know like this dude's holding him hostage. He won't do this. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna vote for that. It's truly some tit for tat shit going on. Ted Cruz, he just called Ted Cruz wife ugly as a fool, said his dad was involved with killing Kennedy, and he's still riding with Trump. Mm -hmm. this, come on, man, you can't write this. McConnell, no matter no matter what happens, he's sitting as judge and jury. He's the big dog. He, he ain't gonna leave that spot for nothing. Man, I'm, I'm just saying, if you if you really did decide to get involved and pay it and see what's going on, come on, man, this is a better version of secession. Have you um uh, FX did uh they did like a not a documentary but like a film style documentary but it was about OJ I forget the name of it uh was it the People versus OJ yes. yeah. People versus OJ Simpson did you know that they had one for Bill Clinton coming out yeah I saw that yeah. I heard about Monica Lewinsky yeah. impeachment. I can't wait to see that yeah. because we've seen it now from the public side with the media of the sensationalized shit. I want to see the shit from behind closed doors. Those conversations. I want to see that. I want to see the quiet conversations. It was like, man, look, what you going to do, bro? What you going to do? He's sitting down, he's sitting down over drinks. Right. What you going to do? What are we doing? Like, oh, well, you know, I voted for that thing last time. But now if we do this, then so-and-so going to come. You got my back or not? Can I count on your vote? You don't know what was said, but now you get a chance. Man, come yeah. on. Shady darkroom deals? I'm going to keep an eye on that. And that'll be dope because people will get a chance to see that liberals aren't all the way one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Expose is expose. Mm -hmm. We really just understand that America is hungry for violence and dirt and anger. And we will always be about that shit. Mm -hmm. It's not because it's on your side. It's because of wherever the, the fuck it is. And the problem is that people think everybody's so far in the pocket of somebody that they won't tell something else. And when we see it, there's going to be a whole lot of people on the other side that's going to be like, yo, they left this out. Well, possibly because there wasn't enough evidence to put it on here. Mm -hmm. But no, that won't be the way it works. It'll always work the way that the system works. People want to believe in what they want to believe in. Yep. And it doesn't matter how dirty you make them, how everything else you do, what you do, it's just going to sit a certain way. And speaking of dirty, <laughs> speaking of dirt, Segway. yes, scum of the earth, Segway. dirt. <laughs> uh, we we had the AAU segment uh, able to shine some light on something positive that you can really rally and get behind. What's his name again? And there's a flip side, yeah. Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison. And there's a flip side to this. There's a flip side to the AAU. Yes, there is. And it's an award that we that we love. We high we hold in such high esteem. High uh, F. T G. We haven't had one of these in a minute. It's been and a minute. Now we're kinda yeah, hungry. Yeah. We're gonna have to have a drop we, for we, FTG. We have a very worthy candidate this week. Is it? Yes, we have to come up with a drop for FTG. Is it? No, okay. we have to have a drop for it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. 510. So I just want I just want to preface this, right? So the the uh, there's been the Delta variant of COVID has elevated in quite a few states, mm -hmm. mostly in the south, okay. largely in Florida and Texas. The lieutenant governor of Texas, his name is Dan Patrick, huh? decided to go out there and say that the reason why COVID was spreading in Texas was because of unvaccinated Americans. Yes. What? But what he went, KG's at 100%. What he wanted he to say, to. but couldn't say, was that it's it's niggers' fault. 
that COVID is rising in the state of Texas. And I think black folks are what? 12, 11% of the entire population? And then had the nerve to actually say that most of these people are liberals. You know, liberals are you know, the jokers, the, the majority of the people right. that are actually getting this shot and knows that they aren't conservatives. So obviously this guy has an angle. There's, there's, there's nothing good about what he was trying to do by saying it was black folks fault hold up just put it do you mean that the country that is texas that (laughs) exists within america where america has 13 percent of people being black yeah we rent them some space the the one that is on the border of mexico Mm -hmm. that's the one is being controlled at least in terms of you know you know the disease that's killing everybody uh, because of black people. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you saying? That's right. That's what I just so you said. Figured that this th- makes perfect sense. Uh, to me. Now, now I understand. So I mean, you I, that, now I get it. So you figure that thirteen percent, and then you take out the amount that actually are vaccinated, and that percentage in regards to the actual whole population of Texas is the reason that. Oh, let's go larger. Let's okay. go larger. Four and a half percent. All the black, all the thirteen percent that live in uh, the East Coast, West Coast. And then, like, Chicago and all these areas where there are so many niggas. And then you want to take Texas, the country, um, that now has... I just, I just want to know a ballpark of how many Negroes they, they have this, be in this re- Remember, Texas has this uncontrollable immigration problem. It was supposed <laughs> to be all of these, these immigrants that were coming in and spreading COVID is what they were trying to say but now he, he came Mm-mm. out of left field and said no 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 mm. it's the well, black hey man he tried to give fuck that guy this is a shame that you gaslighting race baiting bitch ass cock sucking fuck you man I just can't believe that joke just go to him all the places that oh, you're yeah. just gonna come out and say it's it's black folks fault that COVID is rising I, in I, the I, state I, of Texas, dog. I saw that coming in the group chat this week, and I, I thought it was an absolute joke. article. Yeah, yeah, article. So I kind of just, please tell me that this is <laughs> real. But no, that's that no, dose. Right. That's that it's pill. Right. That's that dose that some of them needed. I need something. Give me something to be mad about regarding that other race. Give Jeez, me something. Christ. I ain't heard nothing in a minute. Yeah, so, keep in mind, there's more... Un- now, we're not talking about unvaccinated white people. There's probably more unvaccinated we, conservatives yeah. in oh, the yeah. state Alone. of Texas yes. than there are African-Americans, period. And, and period. Hold up. You but this think- is a lieutenant governor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest problem. We got people in charge. In power. When we vote, we elected God. these motherfuckers in office. No com- okay. First, first and foremost, Mid-sense. there are two things going on here. For one, y'all using we like we French, and that's not really happening. It's a whole lot of other people talking about these people like that's the case. And second of all, I just want to know how many black people in Texas are just rocking with, you know what? I told Gerald over there that I didn't take the virus, didn't take the shot. I took my shot. I want to know how many of those is out there. I want to know how many people are just sitting there like, yeah, we go to church with y'all. We worship and believe in the same way, but hey man, I want to I want to live 
and I want my people to live. I tell you what, when the, I want to hear I, from Texas. I tell you what, when the church starts requiring a proof of vaccine to sit in the main vestibule, then you'll find out. You'll be able to count. You so? You'll be able to count. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Well, they got, they got older people. Oh, what? And that's what I, that's what I say. So, and you hit them in the pockets. Yep. It's about to be a money game again. That's why Irv yep. was looking crazy earlier because I was telling them, no, it's about to be a shutdown again soon. I yep. hope for everything that it don't happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, we got too many people who don't care and if they don't see the monster themselves, they literally don't think it's, it's real enough. And so the biggest problem is, is again, we were talking about the little girl, people, you know, earlier we were talking outside when we, on, uh, before we got back on there on the second segment. We were talking about, again, the we, the USA, America. Like, I'm telling you, man, it's like a thing that's just missing. Mm-hmm. We don't have no, it's nothing that unites us. I don't give a damn what you think. I, yeah, we're a little, we, we needed them. Maybe we would have got the Olympics with people. Maybe we would have got a little bit more, something else back. But we it's missing, bro. It's I, gone, gone. I really think that 45 thought that um, uh, making China our enemy was going to be the thing that galvanized that galvan- it. As opposed to us right. having to work together to overcome COVID. Yes, right. If, if, if he, right. I think if he, he would have done something good for the country amazingly and probably would have gotten himself another term if he would have went that route oh hell yeah yeah if it wasn't and, and this is the one thing he says that that I actually do agree with him he said if it wasn't for COVID I'd still be in office unfortunately I agree yeah you're right yeah he might be right about that unfortunately you're right and, and the earth said he didn't know anything for the country I he gave no. us fracking. No, 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 let me change that. I'm going to tell you the truth. Oh, he lowered uh, The real deal is, if he wouldn't have lied about COVID, he would still be in office. He was going to suffer sooner or later. Because ultimately what you did is when you show your own constituents that you will pull the wool over their eyes, and, and it, it just took a minute for everything to calm down. Like I said, all the tweets, all the yelling, all the screaming went away. And somebody was like, he really did already know about that shit. And he mm-hmm. really did act like it didn't exist. Then he really did tell us it was a hoax. Then he really did try and demean everybody else who thought, "Hey, this is something to take serious." He really did those things. You you, you can't you can't change history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think this woefully overstepping to believe that there are enough people who have not gone so far on that train that they can come back from, or that they want to even come back from. Where he's taking them. Well, let me tell you. Even if he's trying to backtrack now and trying to say, like Take we the said, he got booed and everything, that's dope. That's <laughs> great. Peep gay. You know what they didn't do? They ain't deny them checks. They ain't tear that money up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That was the difference. Your boy said it's bullshit. I'm going to help you out. Tell me you don't want this money to help your ass out. I'm only fixing what who broke. And ain't nobody who cashed that check or deposited that money thought for a second, <laughs> you know what, he didn't really lie to us. No. Even on all of the anger and all the angles. Because we can't, we can never, gonna, you're never going to change the group. Who's the group? Again, we were talking about the Jefferson episode, right? Yep. You're never going to change the group that says you should have let me die. The group mm-hmm. that, they are rooted in hate. Mm-hmm. But there's some people on the fence. And then there's other people who just happen to live in your same damn neighborhood who, who don't want to put their Obama sticker because they're afraid of what might happen. Yeah. But they thought Obama was a good guy. He's just a guy. Yep. And, and those are the ones who, with these mandates, 
hopefully will get on board and actually do what they need to do. The ones that are on the fence and the ones, like you said, that are just kind of just riding along the wave because that's what's going on in their little small part of the world. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, uh, wait a minute, they about to take money out of my check? Hey, yep. I know I've been screaming, fuck the vaccine, but Mandates. I'm just going to go ahead and just get this jump real quick. And that's the thing. Everybody needs to understand. Everybody on this podcast, everybody who's sitting over here wondering what's going on, we really just want people to live. We sure. really just want everyone to just kind of figure out this bullshit that's going on with us. Yeah. Because this is this is not something that any of us have a background in fixing. The Black Plague happened a long ass time ago, like a thousand years ago. We are trying to figure out something that is just going to be around. And this is different from the Black Plague. This is different from everything else. This is like learning the flu just happened and then figuring out it's not the flu. It's stronger. It kills a lot more. And you're going to have to learn how to live with it. Sure. And I'm trying to repeat that again. You're going to have to learn how to live with it. People telling you on the news that, hey, they're saying you might have to take another booster. Guess what? I never gave a fuck about a booster. Give me boosters as often as they need to be handled. I need to know that me and mine are going to be safe. I never gave a fuck about a booster. I needed to make sure that mine were going to be good. And by, by saying being good, what I really mean is we're going to come in contact with, with what it is. Uh-huh. I need to make sure that I'm not going to be primed for dying. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be primed for the worst of it. Yeah. Not that I won't catch it, but when I catch it, I am as best prepared to deal with it. Yeah. Because none of us here think that we'll never come across, come across with somebody who has it. We just understand that what's our best way to prepare ourselves and come and make our family safe. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. Um it's been a wonderful show. We finally got our AAU and the FTG on the same. Hey, you know, it's been a while since we got both of them that, that compare and contrast type vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while since we had that uh wonderful show. Uh, like I said before, I, I don't think I said this podcast, but I appreciate y'all so much, and I love being here with y'all. We have a conversation outside, and we said, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, to get out of that room. I'm like, I'm glad I get to come in this room and not be the smartest person in the room because some other rooms out there, man, they scary, bro. They scary. Some rooms out there, bro. That's right. It's scary. Yes. Uh, shout out, Hex. Man, shout out to my my nephew went to college this week. Um, Praying for you, man. I know what you're dealing with. Hope it all works out. Uh, shout out to my other nephew, doing it big, and uh, Aggie Pride. And um, shout out to the family. Shout out to everybody who pays attention to the podcast, mm-hmm. who cares about the podcast, uh, who cares about conversation about something, all right, that actually matters. And make sure I put their prefaces on that. Because, again, I think that that's, they, we don't even know that that's, that's a real world. Black folks mm-hmm. who have conversation, and so uh, shout out to you for supporting. Irv, shout out. My, I want to shout out my brother, man. My younger brother, my his birthday was August twenty first. The go, uh, the go. Uh, I, I 
can't even put into words, bro, how much I love and care for you, man. I'm so happy for you that we get to celebrate <clears throat> each day, every day uh, uh-huh. that I get to call you my brother. Love you, cuz. Uh, Indeed. I'm, I'm, I, I love you, man. That's, how I, that's all I can say right now. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Wonderful shout out. KG, shout out. I want to send out a shout out to Shikari Richardson. You're going through a lot right now and you being a lot right now, but don't let your greatness be overshadowed by your ego. Hmm. You are tremendous. And it doesn't matter what the Jamaicans did and how you overtalked and did everything else. Just be great because history only remembers great. They're not going to remember when you fell, when you didn't reach the mountaintop. They only going to remember if you did reach the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. So if you want to come back, just be the same person you are, have the same energy, but be respectful of who you are and where you are. That's a fact. JR, shout outs. Uh, shout out to uh, compliance over defiance. Um, so we have to, we're in a situation here where we got to kind of come together and put some of these odds aside. As KG just said, we're just trying to live. Everybody's trying to live here. So shout out to those who compliance does not mean that you're getting what you need. It does not mean that you're beating. It doesn't mean you whip. It's we're all trying to work through this thing together. And shout out, Jay, uh, the name of our AAU, Keith uh, Ellison, Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison. Um, a guy who right now is in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and he's in the uh, what I would call ground zero yes, of, of you know uh, reform and police reform and things of that nature. And for him to take a step back and say, hey, look, let's look at it this way. It gives us another um, vision in, in, of how we need to look at things. And he's in the fire, so he could have easily have lashed out one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But he's asking us to step back and take a look at things in a whole, you know, a, a holistic way. So uh, shout out to him and yeah. shout out to the AAU coming back. Yes, sir. That's a big deal. Yes, sir. Um, before I do the usual shout out, um, shout out to Capitol Police Officer Lieutenant Michael Bird. Uh. As we all know, January 6th, uh, there were people who were there to not only try to cause an insurrection, but there were people on the other side trying to protect uh, our very special and sacred uh, ceremony that was going on and the people that were inside that were doing it. And he was one of those people who uh, had to take a life of a insurrectionist that was trying to breach the Capitol. Uh, he had an interview with Lester Holt where he went over his feelings at the time, hit the process, what he was going through, what he was thinking. Indeed. Uh, and you could see the emotion, the heaviness, the heaviness, the hurt, um, but also the resilience and the resolve to know that he was doing his job and he did it the way that he was supposed to. Uh, and he also asked him, he said, you know, if it would have been 45 and I had to protect him. I would have protected him. The same dude that's throwing me under the bus and could potentially get me killed. Right. And he still stood up and did what he was supposed to do. And so I want to give a big shout out to him. I don't know. I know he's getting a lot of heat and I don't know who is giving him his uh, giving him his flowers. But I just want to let you know, as an American, thank you for what you did for that situation and for our country. And if don't nobody else appreciates you, I appreciate you. Protect him. 
Shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it. Save it for later. Listen to it. Oh, shit. This shit is dope. They sent it to somebody. They said, oh, shit. This shit is dope. They sent it to somebody else. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. F-T-G. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and Talking crazy, don't you get me started? Need a map, it's a trap that you're falling in. It ain't my job to teach a man how to love me. That you're grown, had your wrong, so it ain't that deep. I'm like a cash, making us look like a